It is key to allow oneself the opportunity for interior perspective. As such is the importance to cultivate this practice with those you encounter. Each has their own version of reality that at times has no relevance to your own. To force one to explain their reality by force only complicates truth and reality. That with which one knows is non-existent without perspective, which is based upon the witness and their experience of said universe. Mm. I am here with White Wolf. He is a writer, a filmmaker, and that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me today. Uh, it's good to be with you. Yeah, it's great having you here. I so I'm I'm really excited to interview you. Uh, I met you back in March at a tea house in Ashland, Oregon, very serendipitously. And and you came up to me and and you're like, I've got this awakening code for humanity. And we were talking about it, and it was like, should we should we wait until you're on the podcast? I was like, I'd love to have you on this podcast and talk about this awakening code. I think people would absolutely love it. And so that time has come, and here you are. Thank you. Um, yeah, that that moment of time that I met you uh, over the last year has been. Uh, it, it's just been an interesting version of my own reality that I've been dealing with. Um, Around this time last year, I had a really clear awakening. I was a muggle, uh, you know, living the everyday life, uh, not knowing anything else, and just kind of stopped, uh, stopped talking, stopped um, interjecting my energy, started just listening, and I was able to just start being at calm and at peace. And in those moments... Um, of clarity, I just received um, a conscious code, if you will, you know, just kind of saw the way things work and started looking at repetition patterns and the way that our languages and our speech, um, our letters and our symbols, how they uh, mature into specific elements that we deal with on a specific uh, day by day, moment by moment basis. Um, when I had talked to you, excuse me, <clears throat> the uh, the yearning for wanting to have that conversation was present. Like it was serendipitous. Uh, I had never been there before. You had just moved into town. Uh, I wanted to talk to people. You wanted to hear and talk to people as well. So uh, it was it was quite an interesting journey. Uh, um, uh, through that little portal. Uh, and then recently I, I've been off grid for a while. Um, and I s sent a video link to you, uh, on YouTube. Uh, and I kind of did it as like a, uh, it was a live video on, on Facebook group, uh, called bear spirits and it refused to upload. Uh, it would not upload to Facebook. It wouldn't upload to that group. And it saved three times onto my phone. So it was just this really weird, like, technical glitch. And so I, I spent, like, four days trying to upload it on my cell phone in the middle of nowhere. And it finally uploaded, and I just sent it to every single contact that I had ever known at any point. And uh, now, a week later, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so we are back. We had a, a little technical difficulty. <laughs> my my friend White Wolf is in the... So you're in the forest right now. You're in the middle of the forest. Uh, 
I'm in the high tundra. I'm in Southern Oregon, uh, out by like Christmas Valley ish area. Um, uh, I'm on the outer edge of the mountain cascade plateau portals that, that you and I are actually kind of communicating through right now. Oh, sweet. Uh, Eastern edge of Oregon of that. So, and I, I want to show everyone what, so you've rigged together, just sent me this, which is <laughs> you've got a wire going into your car to make this work, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, we were sitting over here. We first tried to do it in our school bus, uh, but the internet didn't work. Um, it's like, it's quite hot out right now. Yeah. It's like 85, 90 degrees right now. And, and I have a long sleeve shirt on um, uh, just for your viewers, you know? <laughs> I don't think they'd mind if you took it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we live off grid. Uh, we haul water in. Uh, we built a, an outhouse TP. Uh, awesome. It's, it's really cool to be completely detached from the energetic vibe of even a small town. Um, mm. we, we are probably three hours away from you right now and approximately like an hour and a half away from another, you know, potentially larger town. So we really do get to uh, get in touch with a different version of nature out here. Yeah, there's a form of reconnection when, when, when we step out of the city and back into nature. It's this reconnection with source, with ourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not meant to live on top of each other. You know, the, uh, I was having a conversation with a, a gentleman yesterday, and in our old paradigm of reality where we didn't have these cityscapes where people lived on top of each other, uh, the only way you could get on top of me would be on top of a mountain. And it's really far away, typically, hmm. you know, you have to walk quite a distance to get that energetic height above me. So, uh, yeah, it, it's really clearing when you can actually just take the space and separate it out and, and give, give yourself your own moment. And breathe in that fresh I, mountain air. I suggest everyone to do that uh, and be barefoot, uh, you know, yeah. be one with nature. Um, because really it takes just like a half of the season to just walk on the ground and um, you, you feel different, you know, you walk different. Uh, everything's different. Um, so. so you had mentioned uh, that like a little over a year ago or so um, you were living the muggle life <laughs> and then you had this, uh, this experience. Um, what, what was the catalyst for, for your kind of awakening? And what is the shift like for people who aren't aware of what that means from going from the muggle life, like Harry Potter reference of the like typical person to the wizard world? Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that? What was that like? Wow. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. It's, it's a, it's a conversation to be had with every individual that you meet. Um, mostly because there, there's experiences people have throughout their lives that lead them to this kind of magical realm that exists in front of all of us. And some people experience it more often than not. Some people like put it away. And for myself, I, I find my experience to be very uh, unique because I really did not have any experience with, with magic. Uh, nothing. Uh, I also very unread, um, not unintelligent, just I don't seek out knowledge that other people have formulated. I've done it with experience. So when you talk to some people about their magical history and, and you talk about your own, 
you have to understand there is that space between understanding like my partner <clears throat> she's understood her magical being her whole life and so when i have conversations with her it's almost like i i'm challenging her and what she believes in when i talk about the things that i'm experienced in or have experienced um so as all things happen i think with spirituality death is involved um death of some kind typically it could be mortal but uh it's relationship driven you know partner driven a lot uh society driven uh, situational uh, i had gone through a very terrible breakup had a very terrible rebound relationship breakup and during that time i actually stopped breathing for several minutes um and lost like i like had to choose to keep breathing. Uh, it was a very interesting experience. Uh, and then I lost all weight that I had went down to like 0% body fat and uh, was hospitalized five times within like a four or five month period. Wow. And uh, it ended up being uh, medically undiagnosed. And I found out through just watching what was happening with me. Um, it was what I was ingesting. It was what I was taking in and most relatably it was food. Uh, whatever food I was taking in was giving me some kind of thing, but then it also became energy. Whatever kind of energy I was taking in, I would become physically ill. Um, even this morning I had an experience where <clears throat> I just felt a huge amount of energy and I didn't associate with it. It wasn't my, it wasn't mine. It wasn't my true energy. And so I kind of just shifted it a little bit. And in doing so, I felt like a bottle filled half filled with water and you just push it on a table and it just goes and sometimes falls over. I'd lay down for like three hours before our call today, just because I felt this really um, like immense energetic shift. And my partner she was stayed up and she told me she had like these crazy awesome epiphanies and like energetic like realizations that she was like oh i really want to talk to you about and it's like this shared experience of energy and and understanding um it, it it can come from an understanding that we have all been placed in this muggle environment you know this physical world that we have to believe everything um it, it can definitely start from there. But if we only define everything from that existence, we're, we're really missing what that existence is accentuating. And it's that, that hypothetical, that, that dreamer, that um, nymph, you know, the spiritual protagonist that likes to poke the bear and, and all that. And that's the, the one thing that I feel like I've learned since we've first met and now that we're talking now is the the conscious code that was revealed that is in front of everyone's face it's it's really an interesting uh dynamic um to the words we use and and the spells that we use when we when we talk you know we're spelling <clears throat> so it's a, it's a way to dissect the actual spells which we can get to um but it opened up a whole nother understanding of like the two different beings that this one self is, you know, right now I'm, I'm a light being. You can see me in the light. There's, there's, I'm, I'm reflecting things, you know, 
but I'm also a dark being, you know, shadow self. You can see my shadow literally, you know, like I have my own shadow with me all the time. And for the longest of all of eras, we've, we've separated the two as if they don't exist together. And we've created a dream world when we sleep that is the playground for this pan, you know, the pan spirit that you have in yourself, the shadow that you have. And realizing that those symbols that I was taught by just being quiet and listening and the energy that was reflected back with it, it, it just, it started materializing. It's like, oh, I'm actually just playing a, a really weird game of tag with myself. Like I'm just kind of messing with myself all day long and or all night long. And then you know, I wake up in the morning and I deal with it. <clears throat> I wasn't able to experience this firsthand uh, because my experience in this world is, um, I can't say it's different than yours or whatever it, it's, it is, but I could, don't know how, uh, for my difference, it's, I go to sleep and I wake up. There's, there's no dreamland for me. Um, when I wake up, I'm in lately, I've been in this state of like conversation and my partner is answering me. <laughs> like in this really weird, interesting, you know, portal conversation. And then I talk to her and she has lucid dreams where she's like interacting and, and like just really experiencing all these amazing fundamental worlds. And we've been together for a few months and our conversations have developed to a point where we are communicating during the day to our dreamers to our shadow self like writing a journal all day long and handing it to to our shadow self sleeper the dreamer and they're going and taking this cool book of information and doing something with it. and that something is this energetic paradigm shift this consciousness elevation that people are getting this awareness people are having we're just blending the, the two worlds by organizing the chaos of communication from the physical I am to the shadow OI, you know, the dreamer. And OI, what does that, does that stand for something? Um, I, we can make it stand for something if you want. Um, uh, but it really is, is like, Oh, I, Mm, yes, it's yes. like oh i so when i first uh came up came to i would say this this understanding it was part of this co conscious code we were talking about and it was this phrase that really just like when you turn on a mac computer and it goes boom this is what would happen like when I would start doing this phrase to people, when I would be like in the ceremonial transmission and I'd be like, I'd say this particular phrase and I'd watch them just go, Oh, what the hell happened? <laughs> and then like it reverberate back and have these cool reflections. Um, the OI came from me going on a silence uh, for like three or four days and I was just thinking, I was talking in my head, not out loud. And I started just repeating this like I am phrase 
Everyone says it, but I, I started seeing the letters, the letter I and the letter M. And then like I was walking around and like, I realized like I am, you know, like I exist. I'm, I'm real, mm-hmm. a human being. And I sat there again. I was like, I am. And I was like, Oh, I like, I am like, not you are, you are like, I am holy crap. And then I started, it, it became this like, and it was all in my head, right? It became this like echo that I heard. And so I heard this, I am, oh, I, right? I am, oh, I, I am. And then I heard this like other voice say, I am. And I'm like, oh, I, like, what, like, what do you say? And I kind of was like hearing an echo. It was just a reverberation of my own, you know, repeating of this, I am, oh, I, holy crap, I am, I'm real. Mm-hmm. And then I felt this, you are too. Like, I felt like I was talking to three different essences of myself. I, I was like, I am. And then I felt something else go, oh, I. And I felt a third thing go, you are too. Mm. And it became really just calming. And under I understood, like, I am OI. You are too. Like, we're, we're OI beings. We, we have, like, realization of existence past the I am, past the realization that we are humans. We're, we're starting to realize we are more than just a physical vessel. We are a combination of, of, of energies that are presented in a universal format for people to digest. Like, the world we're actually in is so much different than the world we're presented with and see. Mm. So true. I feel like that's one of the aspects of this awakening that's happening is people are realizing that there's much more than just the physical body and, you know, the everyday Netflix life. <laughs> and the, the phrase I am is, is probably the most uh, single extravagant phrase that exists to really grasp that and realize it. Uh, we have been in a place of sitting, you know, and all of the teachers before us have been sit and look and see what's going on. And dude, we, we see it. <laughs> we, we don't need to look anymore. You know, you feel the air coming now. Like we, we don't have to have the same mentality that we used to have. So we give recognition to the I am the physical vessel yes you are real you are human you but but human doesn't mean limited human doesn't mean anything more than you are you you you, you're a being of existence but you're much more than just the physical vessel you know you're connected to an ethereal realm a dark realm that you know that's there you can play with but we don't have the tools yet to actually mimic you know, wizardry on, on TV and stuff like that. So what's really important is that we get the conversation back to self. Like, understand you are an elemental being. You have all of the elemental power every other fantastical creature could ever possibly imagine, yet you're limited to this physical vessel based on a constraint of an imaginary world of a dream world, you know, like you wake up in a dream. Like that's where we are. We're not, we're not awake right now, 
going to a dream later. Like we are awake in a version of a dream that has been perpetuated by all of existence for all of time, you know, Mm -hmm. but think of this. If you become grandmother, grandfather spirit and you start thinking of time, it's that it's a flash, you know, it's an absolute momentary thing. So all of existence is that one solitary moment. We are stuck in this version of, Oh, let's stretch it out so we can prolong the understanding of it when we're just playing a game with ourselves, you know, we're just trying to entertain ourselves. That's why our, our physical world is filled with symbolism. You know, it's filled with these, these things that um, lucid dreams like control and manifest into reality. Um, I wish I had that handy. My friend Sativa and I had a, good, a great conversation uh, about this. And she said that there's like four things that like the dream world presents into the real world. And symbolism is one of them. Uh, fate, fatism is another one. There's a, there's a couple of really cool ideas that just sink really comfortably when you look at how much the, the time you spend asleep or even blinking equates to the opposite time that you're awake mm. and look. I love that science right now, like yeah, modern science talks about the, the Big Bang and, and how it happened like around 14 billion years ago. And I find that to be really funny because 14 billion is such a comprehensible number. It's like people have more money. People have more dollar bills than 14 billion. It's, it's, it's so graspable. And, and, and the current science says that's how long that our existence has, has existed. And so, and so like you and I were, we're in this dream right now, essentially it's an illusionary kind of simulation dream, whatever you want to call it. And you had your awakening experience like a year ago or so. And, you know, I had mine about 10 years ago, uh, which just completely catapulted me out of default muggle reality. And, and it, for me, it, it posed so many questions like what happened? What is this? You know, like what, what is, what is going on? And uh, I, I've seen a lot of interest in awakening and in spirituality at, at this moment. And I think humanity is going through an awakening um, what, having been just recently gone through the, your, your own awakening. And I do want to hear the, the kind of like front to back, the code for humanity. Like if you could describe, explain it and, and also have people, uh, if they could almost like learn it and do it on their own. Cause I think people are interested in that. Um, but I also want to hear what your kind of just your, your, your general thoughts and, and, and ideas are for people. If, if they want to go through this awakening, how they can, experience more of an awakened life wow well one thing that 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 brings that up is that if they want to um that's very interesting uh maybe it's just a catch a phrase that that, that's just a slip of the tongue for you but if they actually want to um you know that's the red pill or the blue pill question right Mm -hmm. Uh, um here's here's the thing this has all happened already you know, we're dealing with the reflection of all these things. So whether people want to be awake or not, uh, literally will be whether they're alive or not. You know, the, um, the fear mongering in any avenue 
of a human existence, any single one, the fear-mongering of it is what creates a perpetuating death cycle and rebirth cycle. Um, the way that we've existed in the world up until now has been uh, created. You know, it's been cultivated. And we're, we are beings that are, when you realize who you are, you step above and beyond all the other notions that things are the way they are. Like aliens only exist if I'm like, sure, aliens exist. But if, if we are actually the creators, you know, we're actually the creators of the universe, then we are the creators of the you in verse. Like we, we, there is nothing more than us. And we've gotten to a point where now like, so let me let me fall back with what with what you're what I think you're asking and what I what I heard. My experience into awakening was um, I knew something was happening, like I could feel you feel the energy coming, uh, but I didn't know what it was. And then um, I kind of was in a community where I was held a little bit, and so I, I kind of reached out and said, "Hey, can I reach my arms out?" you know, can I express myself? Can I kind of push the boundaries of what I feel is coming? And um, I was under the impression that I would be accepted and understood. Um, I had no idea what I was about to receive, where I would go, how I would look when I came back, um, and how long it would take me to understand the veil that I shredded when I walked through this particular portal door, this particular... Um, consciousness so consciousness is first of all it's free okay spirituality is free if anyone says like give me money pay this do this do that it, it it's free it's it's love it's the interest of your benefiting you benefits me you know like if you can get your your elemental pyramid set and i get mindset we can have clear communication in all realms. I don't need anything. I want stuff, but I don't need stuff. You know, the, the, the things we put into our body energetically shift our consciousness moment by moment by moment. You know, why do you think people prey onto their food? You know, they're presenting energy so that this other energy that they've given their power to can then bestow this energy that they like this cycle of energy, you know, but the second it touches their tongue, you know, they are then catapulted because they're giving all of their energy away to something else that is potentially giving them something better. Like, dude, you can eat nothing and drink nothing for weeks and weeks and weeks. Like there's plenty of people who've done it spiritually and non-spiritually and like, the human body is way, way stronger and more mm. profound and we are led to believe. However, when you do con like when you do step through the consciousness threshold, so when you when you become conscious, that's it, dude. Like you're conscious. You have no choice in consciousness anymore. You are a conscious being. Now everything that you do throughout the day and throughout the evening interacts with your conscious frequency to a degree at which you're sharing 
with other people around you. You're like portal hopping by eating a pizza and drinking a beer. You're portal hopping to a frequency realm of other people eating pizza and beer. Mm. You just have to see it at a bar, right? You're just in a physical location because that's what the reality at which we are constrained to believe exists. But sit here right now and imagine eating a pizza and drinking a beer at a bar. You know, you can feel it. You can actually feel like the gurgle of the pizza, like make you a little sick. Like <laughs> you can create that environment and you don't have to go anywhere or do anything. That moment's there. So when you become conscious, the one thing that I would uh, like waver with people and suggest to people is like, it's not about a red pill or a blue pill. It's about the conversation that there are pills. Like that's consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's not the fact that you're going from one realm to another. It's no, there are realms, there is existence, and you are real as can be. When you come back from that, if you don't have a community, a group of people who are awaiting your return and wanting you, um, you can feel alienated. You know, when I went through my conscious evolution, man, the world disappeared existence stopped my interaction with people from that moment on has been really really particularly strange like dealing with just a certain number of people the type of interaction the information that they're looking for Um, my memory doesn't allow me to forget experiential moments you know when i'm experiencing something i'm like i can just easily teleport back to that and and relive it so having someone come to me and be like what is that and i'm i'm standing near a train track and there's a train going by and i look up and i'm like what what is what they're like is that a train (laughs) yes that's clearly a train what where is it going Uh, that's actually a really good question i don't know where it's going but it is a train and it's those kind of weird like interactions with people where you're dealing with an adult, but they're, they don't know how to do simple math. They don't know how to minus three from 10, you know, or, or um, they look at you and they completely like crumble and they have no understanding of existence. And they're just like, they won't even look at you. So that was my personal experience with like this. Oh shit. I'm conscious. I'm trying to show other people consciousness. And so people would just like, like uh, elements, you know, they'd flip mm-hmm. out and out. Mm-hmm. So for me, one thing I learned is that there's only so much information that you can give, right? Um, and whoever I am, uh, I can't tell you, right? You have to just know. You have to experience it and, and have your own personal experience with it. I can't be like, I am this to you. You know, you asked me what, um, what my title was or what you wanted to introduce me as with this. And I was like, nothing, dude. I was like, uh, actually, we are talking with media people, so I might as well say a writer and a filmmaker because those are some of my passions. Those are some of the things I enjoy. But um, if anything, man, uh, I'm a, a, a Sherpa you know, in a Sherpa reality. Like that's what we are to each other. And that's what we are to everyone else around us. We're, we're just guides. 
you know we're, we're both experiencing different versions of a guide for each other and if, if we can dude if you paid someone to be your guide would you not listen to them when you're on a hike when you're on a journey and you're in a perilous situation wouldn't you be dependent upon that thing that being that you paid financial currency for well currency is just energetic exchange you you exchange your energy for that currency and they're exchanging their energy so take that currency away and just call it energetic exchange like if a guide shows up wouldn't you, don't wouldn't you be like grateful that they're there because they're they're there to help you you know even if it seems like they're there not to help you I mean, I've had experiences where I'm like, that that was a horrible person. And then I find out later, like, oh, um, the the chef in the morning of the restaurant that I worked in was shot and killed. I was the executive chef there. I was fired from that place like a month before, you know. Oh, oh. this guide was terrible. Terrible guide. And then, like, later, it's like, oh, my, I was removed from that situation from this. So it's perspective of situation it's like don't react to the situation because you feel emotional like respond to the situation like everything is a mother grandfather what if every person you talk to was your grandmother or grandfather every day hmm. you know I, I i feel as though uh what so wait so someone so the, the chef was killed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah that's a that's a true story yeah that's a true story and and you left before that happened. Yep. And so you're kind of guided to to leave. Oh no, I was I was let go of the job. You know, they they had me train another executive chef, and and then I was let go. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah but, yeah, but my entire life, I mean, uh, it's really a sad situation that 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 chef uh, had what happened to him happened to him. I mean, it was for me, it was like shadow self. You know, like, whoa, that was really weird. Um, but, but yeah, we all experience these, these intense moments in our lives that only with retrospective looking at it, mm. meaning our version of time on this plane, you know, we can look at it from a, a different varied perspective. Then we have clarity. But, but, dude, you're coming with six to eight perspectives. You are inherently. You know, you're coming from uh, a, a child boy seeker looking for information. You're coming from a, a, a feminine child dreamer perspective. You're coming from a, a, a masculine uh, speaker perspective. And you're coming from a feminine mother keeper perspective. And on top of those ones, you're coming from a grandmother, grandfather one, and then a blend of all those. So we experience that perpetually if we're in tune with the energies we're interacting with, when we allow our version of time to stretch out reality, we can then take those perspectives with us. And that's why when you are actually grandmother, you're like, well, damn, Sonny, you shouldn't have been doing that today. It's hot. The the guide perspective I think is very relevant today, and and you know we live in the age of information, the age of knowledge, and a very wonderful age because we're not getting killed for I mean for the most part we're not getting killed for putting a video on YouTube, you know sharing sharing knowledge information ninety nine percent of the time we're, we're not. We're not being burned at the stake for this, right? And 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 so 
I feel as though, you know, have, people who have awakening experiences right now at this moment are, it, it's almost like they've set themselves up to be guides for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, there's obviously a bigger thing going on, right? Yeah. There's so, a bigger thing going on for sure. So the bigger, the, the bigger thing going on, um, really, when you start looking at everything that's out there, there's a common narrative, right? But if you just listen, you'll hear grandmother. Mm. You'll hear grandmother's spirit and she'll carry you a little bit. She'll pick you up a little bit. And what we have been doing over the last year for me chronologically has been creating a space, a separation of space for these experiences to occur. You know, to allow ourselves to have a moment of, of grace, to, to listen to, yes, there are problems. Take a breath, breathe in, breathe out. Yes, there are problems. Now go outside and just listen for a second. You know, just hear the wind. Mm. There's guides everywhere. Yeah, you, you, that Sherpin reality thing is, is something that I kind of started coming up with recently. It helps you understand that like every single being that you interact with has potential to guide you in a good direction. Now, the reason why the, the idea of the Sherpin complex, uh, Sherpin complex is, a, is a good idea is that if you hire a Sherpa, you are not going to tell him where, where to go. Hmm. You're not going to tell him what to do. You're not going to, or her what to do. You're not going to say, you're not going to inflict any type of thing because you are in an environment you do not know. You're in a realm, a space that, that you don't understand the dangers at what you're doing. Now, really, there the words we use create the worlds we see. The difference between words and worlds is the letter L. You know? Mm. Our words create our worlds. Everything we say creates something. We know manifestation is real. Right? We can all agree upon that. Like, we can have any, any person watch your video and be like, yeah, manifestation is real. We've seen the boards work and we know this works. Well, manifestation, <clears throat> this brings us back to the lettering alphabet that, that you wanted me to bring up. Manifestation is seeing something, saying something, and it becoming something. See it, say it, be it. I was listening to somebody speak and... <clears throat> She continued to use these phrases of not, can't, won't, and apostrophe T, right? Shouldn't. Uh, and I was like, do you, not, do you not see? Do you not see? Like, you're tying knots up. You see you're tying knots up in everything that you're saying. I can't do this. You just tied a knot into it, you know? Like, it's still possible, but you just have to remove, untie the knot. And so I was like, well, see what you're saying, you know, see, see what you're doing. And I just kept, 
I heard this like weird song. <laughs> I'm gonna roll this cigarette up. Sure. I I, uh, I heard this song, and it, it's a it's a spell. It's a it's a time warping spell. <clears throat> and it's when I speak of this stuff, it's the letters. You'll hear words, but the important part is to remind yourself it's just the letter. Because if you hear the word, the word has attached meaning to it. Continued letters, building upon letters, creating meaning. But we're trying to remove all of the additional energy that's related to a specific word and just use a specific letter. So intrinsic value is something I would say certain letters have. If you go through the English alphabet, some of the letters have a value to them with nothing else. The very first one that I thought of was the letter C. Right? C. It, it means to see. It's pretty easy. Well, when you look at it and you write the alphabet out, let's say the alphabet's linear, right? A through Z, A through Z, A through Z. Start in the middle. You look at the letter C and you just follow it up as a line and go to D. D looks like a tongue. It's also to do, see, do, right? CD. It looks a lot like an uppercase one looks a lot like a tongue. It's also the outer edge of that C. So you continue like this and then you go backwards in time like the Fibonacci sequence. So you just start writing a spiral out. And that's the alphabet. Goes C, D, B, E, A, F, Z, G, and continues on. All of those letters, first of all, the first seven letters are the uh, music notes, the notes of music. The only one that's in there that's not a note of music out of the first ones is the letter Z, which is like the missing note, right? Hmm. Letter Z is made with four dashes, four eyes, two people. You know, that makes music. So it's like the, we are the missing element of music. So the letter C is to see. The letter D is to do or to say. And the letter B is to be. It's pretty simple. E could be everything, energy. Um, it, it, so you see it, you say it, you become it. You become everything over time. Now, it's important that E and A have that delineation of like, we're told now we live in a linear time frame you know, a time-constructed base. We're looking, we're searching for love, you know, time for love. And when you go into a spiral alphabet, you're not based in a linear motion anymore. And the first four elements of seeing it, saying it, becoming it, becoming everything, all of that comes before time, before the letter A, you know, before the introduction of, you know, the fundamental understanding of, of two things, being equal like a pyramid so if you can if you could summarize just kind of a, like an overview of of what you're describing right now because i'm personally a little lost <laughs> uh, no worries um the letter um the letters themselves have particular meaning to them 
So when I first started, I, I just jumped into the letter system for you. So you might have to listen to it a few times. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, essentially, the alphabet system that we have right now in English, because I speak English, mm-hmm. I was born English speaking, writing, is based in a linear format, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? All the way to Z. There is the construct the, the constructs of that alphabet creates spells. It creates words mm-hmm. where you're spelling and they have power, you know, they, yeah. Vibrational you, frequencies. Yeah. When you speak, you create power. There's another alphabet inside of that same alphabet that looks like the Fibonacci sequence starting at C. Hmm. So you start at C and you go, D, B, E, like all the way out. Interesting. And when you look and meditate on every letter, not the word, not the, not the word C, but the letter C, you will, and do it with the letter A, the letter B, all the way through the alphabet. There's in, there's value to those letters that you know, that you, that you have, you know, the letter U, the letter R, the letter I, like there's certain letters that have meaning to them. Those are the ones you want to like, like pull out and meditate on. Cause those are the power words. You know, those are the ones where I am, I see, nice. I am, you are, I hmm. see, you are <laughs> like, these are just letters. And when you slow down, when you slow down your words, when you hear them, the moments that you take to, digest their words you don't just oh you said knowledge that means knowledge well that's a compound word right knowledge what are the two words no and ledge no ledge knowledge so we think knowledge means like a collection of information it actually means that there's no ledge (laughs) i love that and all of our all of our English words and everything like that, and every language for that matter, is energy resonance of this particular core meaning of, of this original value of the letter systems. Um, I can and, tell you what it means to me, but that's not the point. The point is you mm-hmm. just meditate on each letter, thinking of it. When you breathe in, breathe in the letter I, the lowercase letter I. Breathe out the letter M, you know, I am, and just meditate on a letter, the letter U, the letter R, whatever. Yeah. So this is kind of what I want to get into. Uh, how, in terms of this awakening code, this consciousness code, uh, what can people do in terms of like meditation, uh, integration? How, how could you summarize it that it's like this digestible code that people could take with them and then share with other people? So, uh, great example. Um, we want to cultivate a relationship of the physical world and the ethereal world, the dark world that's around us, the dark matter that's around us. The conversation that we're having right now is in the physical form, yet we're opening up channels to the ethereal, you know, to the spiritual mind. So 
what I found is that there's a simple breath work that clears your sphere of energy and influential energy that comes into your developed ecosystem. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> it works with breathing and it's three letters. Uh, the first letter is the letter I. When you breathe in, you just whisper it on your breath. I. I. When you breathe out, you breathe out M, maybe a little guttural, and you can actually drop your shoulders. M. M. I'm, I'm doing it with you. I'm following yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the normal breath work, right? Um, if you only breathe in I am, mm. you're going to hyperventilate. Right, so you don't always just breathe in and breathe out. There's a moment where you're not breathing. That moment is represented in the beginning as the letter U, mm. not the word U, but it's just the letter U. And you like, have to imagine just drawing it in your head. And you go, you draw all of them. You you imagine the letter I, and the letter M, and the letter U. Mm. And the breath work is real simple, uh, it's calm or as whatever it is you want, but you want the in and out breath to be the same and the you breath to be three times as long on a holding of the breath. So the in and out, the same, same length, and then yep. ho holding it at the top and bottom? No, you breathe in and breathe out, so. <sighs> yeah. In and out, and then you hold your breath until you really feel like you have to take an in-breath. So and wow. Just quite a, a quite little a fun. Yeah, it can actually go, you can actually do it for 20 minutes if you get really good at it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. So just, just the one that I am and then you hold with you focus on the you. Mm -hmm. Hold that and then the, another quick I am and then you just hold that you for a long time. Yep. And what do you focus on when you, when you imagine the you or focus on the you? Because that has so many, you could mean like other souls, other people. It could mean the outside world. Yeah. So when I say focus on the letter, on drawing the letter, you are clearing all of the frequencies that have attached themselves to the letter you. Because you've attached yourself mm. to the letter you. I've attached myself to the letter you. Now I'm saying I am, and then I'm just saying you. Like I am, and then there's you over here. I am, and there's you over here. Um, but if you just do the letter itself with all of these breath works and the letter systems, um, we are removing the frequencies that are attached to the spells that have been created over generations. Wow, I dig that. That is, I, I can feel the power in that. I mean, the, the I am itself, you could meditate on that and become enlightened. Uh, so... Yeah. Don't forget the you. Here's the point. You can mm -hmm. become enlightened, right? We are light beings. If we try to bring lightness to the dark, we are going to cast shadows, right? We can't illuminate the dark. We want to cultivate the dark and bring that to the light of understanding. So we can't forget the you. Now, the mm -hmm. best thing that I've found that works, especially in a group of people, it's really amazing is the breath work, you do it on your own time frame, but instead of holding your breath on the you, you sing it or chant it. Hmm. And we'll try it? Let's do it. You, 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 
can do this already kind of buzzing already kind of buzzing here (laughs) you'll get really high um i can feel that well one thing yeah it's so so no drugs or psychedelics are needed or anything like that um the idea is that you are connecting with the water inside your own body Mm. and moving the frequencies that are relating to the shifting of those elements so we're just calling to the water you know, we're calming the water in us. Um, you also asked about how someone could easily explain this IMU breathwork meditation um, to somebody that they could digest it. Well, here's the reality. Everything that I could possibly inform you of and on, you already know. You just have a mask on that's allowing you to perceive in a different energetic format. So all we have to do is find a way that we alone can just be centered where I speak from a truth point, that truth point will resonate with your, I am physical, but it also attached to your OI dreamer, the spirit guide that you live with that, that, that helps, you know, you and your day to day, you, your other, your other version, you know, your consciousness, you know, <laughs> the shadows uh and then as we move and progress throughout the day my influencing oi shadow self will be communicating with yours etherically so we will be interacting outside of ourselves with each other so any questions Mm -hmm. you have anything else that you have will be answered by your experience that you will be experiencing from here on out that's and dope. and yeah, anytime you want to connect to your dreamer, remind yourself you're writing right now. You're writing in a journal. You're collecting all the light information so that when you go to your dreamer, you can be like, hey, dude, this is all the light stuff I collected for you today. Go play with it. Uh-huh. And your dreams will become otherworldly. You'll start interacting with similar beings. You'll You'll interact with me, yet I won't interact with you because it's experiential. But the cool thing is maybe you'll have a dream about water, right? Well, I had a dream about water. My dream was about ocean flooding. You know, your dream was about a lake. Like, well, then we talked to all of our friends and buddies that we've been interacting with this in an elemental fashion. Come to find out, everyone's starting to dream elementally about the same kind of things. Hmm. Well, that means we're shifting the world at which we are existing in right now because we are existing in a world that was given to us by the dreamer the night before. The world you have right now, you woke up with and the dreamer was like, here's your book. <laughs> I love that. There's so much to the dream world. I, just, I recently met this girl who she goes back to a, a, a world when she dreams. She goes back to the same world every night. And she's been doing that for years and she's gotten to know these people and they like are excited to see her again. And they show her all these different parts of the town and the town's always the same. And 
it's like it, it's phenomenal like how much more we can learn and and what we can experience within the dream world i love your idea of sending things to your dream self that's super fun and yeah, uh, the, the journal yeah man the journal so journal, you're not even saying like writing it, it, it's just like mental like imprinting upon kind of sending it like like it's like an email yeah, just realize, okay, so people want to say that they're being recorded all the time and whatever. Okay, you are the one recording for your dreamer. Everything that you ingest, everything, your Netflix, your music, your thoughts, they're all things that you are giving to your dreamer to work with. Now, if you give your dreamer a bunch of crazy stuff, a bunch of crazy stuff that the I am world doesn't have yet in reality, then it's just going to be playing in a weird awesome world and you're going to be having these amazing dreams and you know like but there's work to be done in those dreams you know those that dreamer is is trying to figure out how to clean up this physical world the thoughts of this physical world the the dark matter interaction of this physical realm those are the that's what the oi grandmother spirit is really asking for you know like can everyone just be calm on a on a full moon you know, chant to the goddess, but don't drum. Don't have a fire. It's a full moon. Have a fire when there's no moon. Drum and chant ah. when there's no moon. Oh, ah, that's a like, great suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> hold reverence to that beautiful, beautiful light because it, it is, the moon is, ref- the light from the moon is of the sun. Mm. You know, so we are living in a, a moon world. The I am physical world in the sunlight is a moon world. It's a world where everything's flipped upside down and backwards and clarity really only comes in the still of night, you know, and, and the peacefulness of, of a full moon. You can actually, that's when they say the veil is thinnest. Like that's because there's all the things that are physical are removed and the ethereal is just plain. It's just having fun. White Wolf, you have blown my mind quite a few times during this conversation. <laughs> I appreciate your knowledge. Uh, do you have any parting words for the people who are listening to this interview? Yeah. Um, be kind to yourself. The words you use create your worlds. Uh, truly, just that's that's what it is. Um, the video I sent you, there was something in it as well where I spoke on the spirits, um, the goddess spirits that are here. Um, you know, think of all the energies that we deal with is a, a group of sisters, 12 sisters having a council meeting. And, and you know, the physical body is kind of being the, the, the intermediary between it and like speaking for all beings on that, on that essence. Um, those beings, those energies, uh, it doesn't matter if you think they're real or not. It, it, it doesn't matter if you give them any credence of, of belief structure um, at all. They're here and they interact with us and they want to interact with us and they are interacting with us and they're, they're benevolent. They just want to have fun and play around. They're all miscreants and fools. So play with the energy as if it's a grandchild interact with your peers as if they're grandparents, you know, don't, use words that create a world that somebody has to then explain for you because I can't explain something that I don't even believe to be part of my reality. 
I know it's part of somebody else's, but it's not part of the one that I'm persisting on. So be kind with yourself and the words you use. Uh, treat everyone as, as if they're descendant family, super, super young grandkids or super, super old grandparents. And the reverence that you would have with someone as a guide, as a Sherpa. Um, and remember, you're never a guide, dude. Like, I'm not your guide right now. I, I, I can't be your guide. You're my guide. You know, if I talk to you as if I'm your guide, then then I have this weird arrogance, this, this, this oh, I'm, I'm smarter, more understanding. Like, I'm sitting here waiting for you to ask me a question so I can talk about something else that I'm excited about. So I'm waiting and waiting, you know. So uh, that'll bring a whole new life to everything. Um, mm. You know, play with it and, and bring your love, man. Like, it, people aren't going to be offended that you're loving People aren't going to be offended that you're a caring individual and you got a good heart. Um, they may be confused. You know, we had an interaction the other day where someone was like, Oh man, like just be kind to people. You don't know what people are going through. And this other guy was like, Hey, don't make me feel bad for not helping people. And my partner and I, we responded to him. We're like, Hey, it sounded like you needed help. Like we just got food from a food box. Uh, a bunch of it and we have extra we got our laundry done if you need socks and we're gonna go spending for change like <laughs> don't worry about your misconception or anyone else's you know that every single moment you have is a moment to change your own perception of your world that you're sharing mm, yes and and i thank you for that and and thank you for sharing your i am you breathwork the code uh, because really the, the, like the almost secret behind that is like, I am you, we are, we are one consciousness experience in this and all these different facets of, of this source energy. And I, I appreciate your facet. Thanks for being hey, you. Thank you. Uh, slow every word down that you say, you know, the universe, the you in verse, like mm-hmm. we, it's all right in front of us. We're just trying to grasp on the meanings to quickly and really like when you slow down the world changes man your heartbeat doesn't beat anymore it flows it's really weird (laughs) it's a trip dude your heart doesn't pound anymore it just kind of goes like this with water so thank you so much i'd love to get back on with you another time um send me a link to this when you get it and uh let's connect i'm on facebook you can search white wolf it's one word with an e on it um Q Stone, Q U E S T O N E is the name on there as well. Uh, I'll send you some links so you can post on there as well. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. I will include those links in the show notes so people can just tap it, find you, and connect with you if they want. And thank you so much for, for spending this time and for sharing your wisdom and knowledge. I, I appreciate you and I appreciate what you've shared. Thanks for receiving me, brother. And uh, let's connect in the ethers and the dreamland. And uh, I don't know what my name is over there, but you'll see me. I wear yeah. purple. I love it. I will feel your essence. (laughs) Love it. All right, brother. All right, take care.